Hi, everyone. Welcome to Indigenous Superstar. I'm your host, Rhonda Head, and we're coming to you live from Bigetti, Manitoba, in the heart of Opasquiat Cree Nation. And we're having an exciting show today. I can't wait to introduce uh, my guest to you. I uh, just want to let you know that um, Indigenous Superstars is streaming live on my Facebook fan page, my um, my Twitter page, live at Rhonda Head. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Rhonda underscore head and on my YouTube channel. And, and uh, I'll, I'll send a link on, on how you can join the channel and also on the Indigenous Superstar group page. So... Uh, join me if you can. Uh, I want to I give a, a, a shout out to Alan Greyeyes again uh, for organizing a successful, fantastic Sakaway Festival and that occurred in Winnipeg last week uh, that was held virtually. Uh, I got to go perform there on Saturday with, uh, I shared the stage with um, Low Budget Rockstar and, and uh, Ken Henderson and uh, also, Randy Vezina. That was so awesome to to share the stage with them. Uh, they both have fantastic music, and and uh, they're just getting out there in the music scene, and their music is so good. So, if you have a chance, go check check out their their sites and their and their Spotify accounts, and and uh, share some love with some of uh, our mus- our up and coming Indigenous musicians. I also want to give a shout out to the Hoop and Holler Festival that they uh, invited me to go perform at the uh, at the festival live on Saturday in Portage La Prairie, Manitoba, and that was so much fun. It was so great to to actually be able to perform in front of a live crowd. But they they did it really smart. Uh, they they sectioned off different areas where where. Um, a crowd of um, a car full of people were 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 designated sections, and and they could come and sit outside in their their lawn chairs, and it was really neat. It was a really great, greatly run festival, and I want to thank them for for having me out there this Saturday. So I just want to give a shout out to to Alan and the Hoop and Holler Festival and the Saki Way Festival for continuing to support uh, musicians here in Manitoba. And throughout the world, I, I got to meet with some awesome, uh, I got to network with some really amazing people from Australia and New Zealand as well. So that was really a really great uh, festival that Alan Gray Eyes put on. So I have a really exciting guest today. Um, I'm really um, glad that we uh, we connected through Facebook, actually, and we just started talking to each other because we have similar interests in, the, in, in our music styles. And and my my show my guest today on the show is Everett Morrison, and Everett is an Aboriginal Cree based baritone. Everett is originally from Moosonee, Ontario, and now resides in Wimmicong, Ontario. Everett is a band member of the Crees of West Skaganish, Quebec. He is a graduate of Cambrian College Music Program in the Voice Program and a graduate from Laurentian's music program in the voice program. Everett has studied with Marion Harvey Hanna and Dr. Robert Hall. He has performed throughout Northern Ontario and Northern Quebec. Everett also facilitates voice workshops and Aboriginal youth. Everett made his professional debut spring of 2000 
In the spring of 2007 with the Canadian Opera Company, he sang the role of the Wandering Spirit War Chief of the Crees in the Canadian Opera Company's production of the Canadian Opera Louis Riel. Everett also sang in the National Arts Centre of their production of Louis Riel in June of 2017. Then in July of 2017 in Quebec City for Opera de Quebec, Festival de Opera de Quebec in Louis Riel. Everett made his opera and concert debut singing the role of Joe, David Joe in Victor Davies' world premiere of the opera, The Ecstasy of Rita Joe in March of 2018. Everett sang the bass solos for Unsettled Scores, Contraries a Requiem, which was based on residential school. It was in partnership with the Royal Conservatory Toronto, Royal Conservatory, Conservatory of Music in Toronto, June of 2018. Please welcome the awesome Everett Morrison. Hi, RJ, Rhonda, how are you? Hi, how are you doing? I'm not bad, you? Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing good. I get to uh, meet with um, amazing musicians twice a week and I just love it. <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> So I have I have I have a lot of questions to ask you, and, and I just want to uh, um, talk to the viewers that are that are uh, um, making comments on on the uh, comment box if they can go and and uh, click on on um, on the screen of the show to to allow your name to be shown on on the on the screen. It's it's just to allow the studio stream live to um, get you, get your name on the screen and your your photo. So yeah, so I have a really exciting. Uh, I'm really happy to have you on on today. Uh, you're you're number 27. You're my 27 guest since I started doing this. Uh, uh, oh, I just want to ask you um, some. Oh, actually, I have a lot of questions for you. <laughs> so could you tell us, uh, like, how did you get inspired to to sing in the, in the classical style? Like, how did you find your voice? Um. Well. When I was a kid, I watched the movie La Bamba, and that's what it's like. I wanted to be a singer as soon as, as, soon as I watched that movie. Then my uncle bought me a soundtrack, and I used to walk around with a little tape recorder and sing along with it. I think that was like 1987. I think I was like seven years old. I'm 40 now, but um, and I was practicing uh, singing at home and guitar. And my mom and my brother bought me this book called Singing for the Stars which was a book for singing and there was actual vocal uh, exercises, studies. I learned that until I turned 18. I went to this college in Sudbury there and studied voice. The, my uh, old voice teacher, Mary Harvey, who helped, helped me with my operatic voice, helped me build my voice. And I don't know, I've always wanted to sing, but I never knew uh, I'd be an opera singer. Like I wanted to be a tenor, but I ended up with a lower voice, like a bass baritone, but um, I don't know, I just love to sing and I always knew that I had a true passion for singing, so. Yeah, so so how did you know you, you wanted to sing and, and like when you found out you were a baritone, how did you get into the style of, of singing um, opera arias and classical music? I had a great teacher and she knew the male voice and uh, she worked a lot with the male singers and she knew which repertoire to pick, and 
I'm going to sing a, an aria called Madamina from the opera Don Giovanni. That was the very first opera aria I learned, and it was like eight pages. That was lots back then. It took me like three months to memorize, but now it's just easy. Like, I learned that 20 years ago, and still haven't memorized note for note. And all that, so, yeah. I hear you. I hear there. So with that, um, we're, I'm going to give you the screen, and you're going to share your your beautiful voice. And I can't wait. Okay, I'm going to sing a bass aria called Vecchia Zimarosetti. It's from the opera uh, La Boheme. He's saying goodbye to his coat. He's a uh, yes. The 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 character Colony is pawning his coat in in order to get medicine for his, his uh, friend, uh, Rodolfo's girlfriend, Mimi, and she's dying of uh, remember, uh, some terminal disease in the opera. She dies of Pardon my dog. But, uh, So, so I have some more questions for you. Like, yeah. how do how do you so so when you're when you're learning your songs and your 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 repertoire, mm -hmm. do you do you speak the language fluently or do you just learn the the the? I just learned the text. I like uh, when I first started in college. I was eighteen. I had no idea about French or uh, well, I knew some French, but the Italian I didn't know. But you could use all these Latin masses and just like the the basis of the Italian, so E's are like A's, I's are like B's, O's are A's, I just understood after 
reading uh, Latin, that's it. But it's kind of hard in German. I was never really uh, uh, very good in German, but I it was uh, tough that one. I like stringing in Italian is easy. It's all vowel sounds, isn't it? Or vowel sounds. So what, what languages do you perform in? I like uh, Italian. English is the hardest language to sing in, too, but I like uh, Italian. It's probably the easiest language to sing so in. Do you, do you sing in, in Latin and like what are the all what are all the languages that you sing in? Because I sing in French and just Italian and German, but I haven't really pulled out the German or French repertoire really in a while. I probably have to relearn that stuff, but yeah. Okay. German, whatever, yeah. But there was one one aria called Odumain Holder Abenstern. It's a nice I think it's a bass one or I can't remember it's a bass one. That's a nice aria. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Italian is one of my favorite songs, my favorite languages to sing in. Mm -hmm. And for myself, like I started singing, I started like, like I learned the phonics and the, the diction and, and uh, enunciation of the languages. I'm the same way. Like I didn't, I don't speak them fluently, but like I could sing them. Like when they come out, it just, it just comes naturally and it oh. feels really good singing in, in the languages. And yeah, you're right. English is, is very hard to sing in. But yeah. like I sing in um, Italian, French, Latin, and, and uh, I found German really hard. And, and uh, but I, I kind of put a, a break to 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 learning more uh, the different language repertoire, and yeah. I started bringing in the Cree language and, and adding it into the uh, classical pieces. And I I found mm -hmm. that my language, the the Swampy Cree language, they it just flowed so perfectly, like. Like a four vowel based, based, yeah, and it just feels really well. Yeah, yeah, and I and so I always say that Cree is also a language of love. Yeah, and it's great, it just it was so it worked so perfectly when when I started singing in my own language, and uh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I I really enjoy doing that. So so I want to ask you. Um, so you've been in several operas, and, and uh, I wanted to ask you about how like your audition process. Like, what how oh. how did that go? The auditions uh, usually you have to have five arias learnt. You pick one. Usually you go with your strongest piece or the one you gives you the most ease and uh, one you love to sing the most, I guess, and interpret the best and that. There's usually three, I don't know, one to three people on the jury, and uh, they, they pick the piece. You have to have all your pieces solidly learned, like, you know what I mean? You give you one note and you got to sing the whole aria, you know what I mean? You can't just pull it out of your uh, magic hat, you know what I mean? You have to learn it note for note. Yeah. So how did you feel on your first audition when you went out to audition? Oh, audition for the Canadian Opera Company. That's like the cream of the crop there, man. Like that's the top singers in the world audition for this place. It's every Canadian opera singer's dream to sing for the Canadian Opera Company. And when you audition for that place, you're up against all the Canadian singers and international singers as well. So it's tough. And it's an audition is just basically a job interview, pretty much, you know, like a tryout for yeah, hockey great. or whatever. If you don't get it, great. you don't get it, move on. You have to have thick skin when you're a singer, you know what I mean? You can't take it to heart if you get it. You know what yeah. I mean? 
Got to keep on. So, trying. how did you feel when you when you first got the when your first part in an opera? When I Louis Riel one, I was really happy. I was like, this is my dream. It's coming true. Like, you work hard for things that'll happen. You don't work hard, nothing won't happen. You gotta. Sometimes you need help too. Some people help you. You know what I mean? They get you an audition. Some guy saw me singing Manitowani. His name is Cole Alvis. He's a friend of mine now. He's the one that got me an audition with the Canadian Opera Company because they were looking for Aboriginal or Indigenous opera singers for that Louis L production in 2017. He asked me if I wanted to do an audition. I was like, okay, I'll do it. But I had all my audition stuff. Uh, Aria's ready. And I sang. And Right. It took like maybe, I don't know, four or six months to get back to me. I thought I didn't get it. I think I auditioned like in maybe in May. I didn't hear back until October. So sometimes if you don't get the job too, you don't get an email back. You know, it's like you're waiting for nothing. But something just it just comes with the territory too. It's got a professional world. They don't take it hard if you don't get it or whatever. Right. It's a tough so how, how was the, uh, like the, the rehearsal schedule and... Um, Working with the orchestra, the director, like, can you share with us um, your experience with that? The orchestra was a cool experience. I've never worked with an orchestra before. Like, <clears throat> and uh, I don't know, it's just, they do um, acts in the opera, scenes, scene one, scene two, scene three, whatever. Practice at a certain day. And when, whenever you're in the, the, the scenes, that's when you go in and you have to practice. Usually, like when you just practice rehearsal, it's just you, whoever's in the, say if there's a quartet or a trio or whatever, and the and rehearsal pianist, that's it. And, but when you're with an orchestra, it's not until maybe, I can't remember what's that, uh, that, like a practice for your, it's not a dress rehearsal, it's called something else. It's a German word, I can't remember, but they have a, like a little run through and stuff too. But I can't remember what that word is. A, they do have a rehearsal with the orchestra before the dress rehearsal and the shows after. It's a lot of preparation. That's all it is. And you get coaching right. if you have a coach. Yeah. yeah. A lot of work. So do you have any? Um, do you have any? Uh, are you planning to record any music in the future? Mm, I I don't even know really. Uh, that's I need some people to help me with that. You know, I mean, find funding and whatever. I'm just at home and with my son with this pandemic stuff. I'm kind of getting bored at home, you know what I mean? Like, I need to practice something. Well, I got a piece from Victor Davies, the guy who wrote the opera, the opera, actually, of Rita Joe. Mm-hmm. Originally, a trio piece, but he made it into a baritone solo from that opera. Oh, nice. Right now, so it's actually like David Joe is uh, Rita Joe's dad, which is a uh, they started like Vancouver. Uh, I can't remember what kind of native those guys are there, but, uh, but that Rita Joe, uh, that opera is like a girl from the res going to the city and her dad's trying to get her back to the reserve, but she ends up dying in the, in the opera at the end. But it was based on a, a novel by George Regan. Victor wrote it into an opera. But, yeah. I'd like to uh, explore with different options if people could help me out there. You know what I mean? I'm just a. Uh, Diamond in the rough, I guess you could say. Again, I'm getting out there, but I need some help too. If anybody could help me, I appreciate any help I could get. You know, in networking. Right. So, um, what have you been doing to keep busy during COVID? Mm, I've just been playing lots of music, like uh, learning 
do uh, just regular pop songs. And, I don't know, some Don Henry stuff, uh, Eagles. Uh, what else have I been doing? I've been going on a truck, trying to lose weight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, right? COVID, uh, COVID uh, food. <laughs> COVID diets. <laughs> so, so um, do, do you have you been going to schools when before COVID happened? Do you do you go to schools and and talk to the youth or do any uh, voice uh, workshops? I go up northern Quebec and all that to places like just has to be Great Well. Went to women do the sing, teach there, most Danish, most want to be. It's just me. I haven't been to East Main or I was saying Anemska. They really, uh, they really love music up in northern Quebec. Here. And most Canadians, that's my uh, where my band is. That's where my late grandpa was. And his name was Jim Morrison. That's my grandpa's in there. But uh, I was uh, there. There was a uh, a guy from Manitoba. His name is Larry DeRoche. He had an idea of me uh, touring the First Nations reserves in Manitoba. And that was supposed to happen this year, but COVID. And uh, hopefully that'll uh, go back uh, in the works with the Manitoba Opera. And if anybody wants me to come to reserve out in uh, Manitoba, just uh, message me and I could relay it to the lady at Manitoba Opera. But I don't know what's really going on right now. COVID, all the opera places are mm-hmm. still quiet uh, right now, anyways. But I really like. I was really looking forward to coming to Manitoba and seeing uh, different reserves. And, School. Yeah, that would have been awesome if you came out this way. Yeah, really. we probably we probably will eventually when when COVID is uh, run its course. Yeah, hopefully yeah. next year. Yeah, <laughs> we probably will. Yeah, it's it's crazy what what happened. So what what gigs were canceled for you because of COVID? I didn't really have anything. I was supposed to go up to a place called Tusasabi to teach music for uh, I think it was two weeks. I was only a summer gig. Usually, I enjoy teaching music too. They enjoy uh, showing youth uh, or anybody that signs up to sing for piano lessons or guitar. Great. Well, you have a really incredible, incredible voice, and I'm going to give you the screen again, and uh, and we're all looking forward to hearing your amazing baritone voice. Okay, I'm going to sing a piece called. uh, Oh, Madamina, it's the catalog area. It's um, Don Giovanni, it's from the upper Don Giovanni, and Le- this is Leporello's aria. He's uh, a catalog area of uh, his master is Don Giovanni, and he wants to be like Don Giovanni, but he's telling all the woman that his master has loved uh, to this lady. I can't remember her name, Donna Avera or something, her name is. but he keeps the catalog of all the women that Don Giovanni's been with. Lots of women and uh, different uh, classes, women, small, big, large, whatever kind of woman. But yeah, yeah. I'll sing it for you. Madamina, il catalogo è questo, nelle belle che mo il padron mio. Un catalogo è che ho fatto, osservate, leggete con me, osservate, leggete con me. In Italia si c'è tutta la vita, 
Totally enjoyed that too. It was so amazing. Thank My you for sharing that beautiful, beautiful voice. Thank so I have you. a couple more questions to ask you. Yeah. What is your dream opera to to perform at? Mm, what opera role is my dream role? Yes. I think the sing Marcello in the uh, opera La Boheme. Awesome. Yeah. And what venue? I'd like to sing in uh, probably in New York City. It would be nice there. The Metropolitan Opera. Yeah, that's awesome. Incredible. I'm sure you'll get there. I'm sure you'll get there. You have a really beautiful, beautiful operatic bar baritone voice. And, and I thank you for sharing that with us. And You're welcome. Thank and, you for uh, having me. I hope you inspire some of our youth. And, and uh, if you can do it, they can do it too. And thank, you for, thank you for reaching out to me. And, and connecting with me on Facebook and, and keeping me informed with your career. I totally enjoy following you with your with your opera roles that you have been getting. And I'm looking forward to to seeing you get more roles in the future. Mm -hmm. And my advice to you is uh, join all the Indigenous music um, uh, associations, and, and uh, that's how you, you'll you'll get to learn how learn about marketing and and uh, how how to market yourself. As a musician, yeah, and I would, I would, I'll be gladly, I'll gladly help you too if you ever need help. Just, just ask me. Yeah, and we'll, we'll keep in, in touch for sure. And, and do you have a website or, or where can people find you? Just on Facebook. Thanks, Everett Levi Morrison. That's my my name on Facebook. Please add me if you want to any learn about voice, or I could send you a scales on the piano, like vocal scales, or give you vocal tips or whatever you. You want to learn about singing or whatever? Yeah, could help you out any anyway. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so incredible. Do you have any any final things? Anything else you want to say? Any final words? I uh, just tell people just to be patient with this COVID thing there. Yeah, but it's taking its course and always wear a mask and wash your hands. That's it. Try not to be sick. Those natives are get sick sometimes and. It's, it's hard for some of us to get uh, better. I, you know, I suffer from diabetes, so I'm a diabetic. You know what I mean? If I get it, I'm scared if I get it. So, but, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's good advice. Mm -hmm. uh, um, yeah. Uh, thank you again for coming on the show and uh, uh, looking forward to following you in your career. You have an amazing mm -hmm. voice, and I, I think only good 
good things are are still are still to come your way. I think you're you're probably gonna get your your wishes that you you put out to the universe, and and uh, yeah, I look forward to to seeing what what you come up with next. And and uh, um, I just want to say uh, just. Uh, uh, my guest this week is Shelly Morris from uh, Australia, and I also have another musician from uh, New, um, Mexico City, Mexico. Her name is Sofia Matis, so I'm really excited to to hearing her music. She's a classical pianist, so I'm I'm really uh, excited to wow. to hear her perform as well. And and uh, yeah, and I'm just getting indigenous musicians from all over the world, and and. Uh, of course, um, Canada too, and, and it's really great that um, we can network and, and uh, get, just keep sharing our music. And um, uh, I really, truly believe in our Indigenous talent and the stories that we share through our music and, and continue to move people, whether it's crying, laughing, smiling, clapping, standing ovations, the best, right? <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, stay safe and stay healthy until next time. Kisaki tin, hi, hi. Bye, Ajay, see you.